Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. We have a great new resource to share with you today if you love hymns. And I'm so sad that Sarah's not here today because this is something I know that she would enjoy just probably even more than I do. But I love hymns and I love learning more about where they come from, the the story behind the hymns. Joining me today, Jacob Weber, Associate Editor of Music and Worship for Concordia Publishing House. Jacob, welcome back to The Coffee Hour. Thanks for having me, Andy. Glad to be back. Well, a a new piece from Concordia Publishing House that just came out this spring that I'm excited to talk about, Eternal Anthems. Where did the idea for Eternal Anthems begin? Well, it it began with the LSB Companion to the Hymns, which released not too long ago. But it's a really scholarly resource and certainly can be used in the home. But it's a solid educational tool and research uh, source, and we recognize it's probably not going to be the first thing that a layperson goes to for devotional life, per se. But we wanted to fill the gap between that scholarly plunge and the coffee table devotional. So with the companion, you get pages upon pages of research, and it's really incredible what you can learn. But with Eternal Anthems, we've edited the main content from the companion to be digestible to lay people, pastors, and church musicians. So even if you have the companion, you should still get eternal anthems. These people, they, they crave the history behind the hymns that they know and they love. And so our goal was to produce a resource that would satisfy that craving in the market. So this really is a as you mentioned earlier, the, the companion earlier it, that you described is, is an exhaustive resource that's just phenomenal, a great resource when you're wanting to research a hymn and or, or uh, several hymns. This is something that the, the average layperson can pick up and really find um, great value in without having to go too deep, like, a, like writing a scholarly article. So what will we find in Eternal Anthem? Includes 50 favorite, favorite hymns arranged uh, in alphabetical order, but they they cover the church here. And the LSB text is printed in full, and there's no music. But each hymn includes a hymn story about the hymn text. And there are 40 contributing authors. These all came from the hymnal companion, so that's where they were from. And these stories get into the details of how the hymn text came to be as we know it today. So the stories answer questions such as, why was the hymn text written? You know, what influenced the writers to craft these words? Some stories are a little bit longer than the others, depending on what was discovered during research. But on average, they're about one to two pages, sometimes three. Hmm. So there was a lot of work into researching these hymns and preparing them. Tell us about some of the hymns and the, the hymn writers featured in Eternal Anthems. Yeah, with this, we knew it would be important to include the greats of Lutheran hymnody. And so hymn writers such as Paul Gerhardt are included. Some of his hymns include Awake My Heart with Gladness, A Lamb Goes On Complaining Forth, Trust Your Days and Burdens, Evening and Morning. Of course, Martin Luther is going to be showcased in this. A Mighty Fortress, Dear Christians, One and All Rejoice, Savior of the Nations Come. But also represented our more recent contributions to hymnody, such as Martin Franzman's hymns, Thy Strong Word, Preach You the Word. We've got Yaroslav Vida's hymns, Go My Children, See This Wonder in the Making, 
and Stephen Starkey hymns, The Tree of Life, We Praise You and Acknowledge You, O God, O Sing of Christ, which too bad Sarah's not here. I know she really loves that one. And, yeah. um, of course, other favorites scattered throughout, such as Children of the Heavenly Father, Father Welcomes, God Loves Me Dearly, and so on. So as you worked on this, and I know that the the larger companion piece as well, what did you enjoy learning about as you were working on this piece? You know, when you start delving into the stories and you start reading them and digesting them, you begin to see the vast differences of how our many hymn texts came to be. And you learn some were inspired by, by a great need for comfort because of the events that were unfolding around the, the hymn writer at the time. For instance, Paul Gerhardt, you know, having lived through the 30 years war and the death of many of his family members, including his parents and his wife and his children, you know, really helped him craft these, these hymns that we know and that we love today and that help us in our own spiritual life. Others, especially recent hymns like The Gifts Christ Freely Gives by Cantor Richard Resch, you know, a hymn like that, that was commissioned for an occasion. I think it was a church anniversary. So, you know, all, all these different things, all these different ways that our hymns have come together, it's, it's really neat to learn about them in this way. And so, like we say on the back cover of this book, by reading these stories, we gain a deeper understanding and appreciation of the words, which in turn strengthens our faith and better equips us to join with the heavenly choirs in the eternal anthems to our King. So for you, what, what really stood out for you? Was there one hymn that you were really surprised by what you learned as you were studying? I think, I don't know if it was a surprise, maybe because I kind of knew about it already, but I think one of my favorites was, is Now Think We All Are God. It's a hymn by Martin Rinkert. He's the author. And he too, he lived through the Thirty Years' War, which was followed by the plague and great famine. But through all of that, Rinkert recognized God's blessings, and yet he crafts a beautiful hymn of thanksgiving, which was actually originally intended as a mealtime prayer. But then once Johann Krieger got a hold of it, he wrote the tune for it that we know and love today. He wrote that tune and put it in, in his own hymnal, and from there you know, kind of made its way into other hymnals and became known um, and associated with Thanksgiving. So just to kind of see that, that how that unfolded in history, it's, it's really neat. As you mentioned earlier, that the, the text of the hymns is printed in this. This isn't like a hymnal that you would sit down necessarily and sing with uh, as the music isn't printed in it, but the text. So how do you envision someone using this, uh, one using this as, uh, as a resource at home, maybe for devotional life? Yeah, this is a great tool for devotional life. It's got a topical index in the back. I think that people will find really handy so that you can supplement your devotional life with these stories. So if the Advent, go back and look for the Advent hymn or hymns that are in this book. And since the texts are included, it provides an opportunity to experience the hymn a different, in a different way than if you're taking it right out of the hymnal. You know, being able to read the hymn texts as poetry and to see them on the page as poetry as opposed to within the music staff, like in LSB. As much as singing hymns is good, right, and salutary, sometimes I think it's important for us to kind of take a step back and, and read, just read the words that we sing so often. And then the hymn stories, I think often in here, they make scriptural connections 
and they delve into the faith life of the hymn writer, which allows us to relate our own spiritual lives, you know, with theirs. So think, you know, if, if you use this together with, you know, a, a table devotion or something like that, I think it really will add a lot to, to the spiritual life of our church musicians and lay people and pastors. You shared earlier some of the hymns that, that really stood out for you or what you learned through this process. Have you gotten feedback from others as they've read through eternal anthems and other resources that help us learn more about hymns? I think the feedback that we've gotten from this resource so far is the excitement of it. A lot of these different types of books, you know, are available, I think, but now we've got a book that's available that has been researched really well. And it, it's a Lutheran resource. It's, you know, LCMS, but it's going to branch beyond that too, to, to different synods to marketed beyond just the LCMS. But I, I, I think people are excited to be able to have something that they can hold in their hands and just, and just read about the, the hymns that they sing on a weekly basis, just, you know, to, to dig into them and, and see, you know, you know, why did maybe, you know, Pastor Stephen Starkey write this hymn to begin with, what was he inspired by? You know, there's some interesting stories like that through here. And, um, I think just from an information standpoint, it's, it's fun to know these details. Yeah. How can we find eternal anthems from Concordia Publishing House? You can go to www.cph.org and eternal anthems. Just type in eternal anthems and it'll come up. It's available as a print book and as a Kindle version as well. So fits on your bookshelf very nicely or on your coffee table. It looks really great. Very good. CPH.org. You can find Eternal Anthems there. Jacob Weber, Associate Editor of Music and Worship for Concordia Publishing House. Thanks so much for being my guest on the Coffee Hour today. Thanks, Andy. Appreciate it. You've been listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.